Bradley John joins Lucy uh, this week on Track Back with Cal Mac. Uh, Bradley is a West End star. He talks about how the West End was his only destination. That's all he wanted to do. He had a passion since a young age to be on stage and entertain the masses. And he talks as well about his role in Only Fools and Horses, the musical. Not the one with uh, uh, David Jason, uh, but a musical version as well. He talks about some of the uh, process behind that show and his individual participation in it as well. Give the show a like on Instagram at trackbackpod. And uh, if you have any inquiries, email the team at trackbackpodcast at yahoo.com. Here's Bradley John. Today, I am joined by the brilliant Bradley John, who, before lockdown, could be seen performing in Only Fours and Horses, the musical. Hello and welcome to the show, Bradley. Now, that, you sounded a lot like my, my stage manager. I really oh, enjoyed I? that. Oh, <laughs> I've missed that. I've missed that, that five-minute call. I really have. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, yeah, thanks for Hey, I'm born stage manager. Hey, I'm in the wrong market. <laughs> right, so let's find out what's involved with like musicals and stuff. So, what start off with? Um, what inspired you to become an actor? Uh, so, I think it was born from the the need to show off, <laughs> <laughs> the need to be a center of attention. Um, unfortunately, it was never like. So I think that would have been like from a very, very young age, like for, as like, you know, two year old, always wanted to like be in front of the camera, messing around. And then it kind of yeah. just grew from that. Um, my parents are obviously always really awesome with like putting me into like drama clubs and all this kind of stuff. Awesome. Um, and it, I wouldn't say I like kind of like stumbled across it. Obviously growing up in Dagenham, uh, yeah. where I knew you from church, obviously like, you know, what was available to me but I didn't think things like drama school would be something that would be accessible to someone like me. So yeah. it was just, it was always like a hobby to perform and just enjoy that. But I never knew how to further it. But then, um, okay. yeah, growing up in Dagenham was not exactly uh, the best. You, yeah, place. and you never think, Culture. yeah, you never think that, yeah, you never think that, you know, things like drama school uh, where, you know, you always, proper trained that because even things like Sylvia Young like you know my parents couldn't mm. afford things like that so yeah it was almost just something that I would enjoy but I never knew quite how to, to further and then I went to drama school and then yeah. um I, yeah just continually learning as I go really oh okay as I said you're in Only Fools and Horses so what yeah. is your actual title in that what do you do so so I'm what's called a swing which means I cover a lot of the ensemble tracks or roles and obviously I understudy certain characters within the actual characters in the in the show so the dating cool. agent and uh, Denzel obviously I'm quite limited uh, in right. terms of who I can cover you know that yeah obviously being a mixed race actor uh, and yeah. the only fools and horses you know it had Denzel <laughs> yeah so <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was yeah quite about the only that, one yeah 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 and then there was a uh, Jevon as well who he's like a kind of um he he's a character within the show but within the musical it's just uh more just like kind of ensemble uh okay so he's I mean, if, 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 if you're if you're a big fan of the show you might look and be like is that jevon 
because he doesn't say anything in the musical. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's more like an Easter egg, I guess. But yeah, no, that's what <laughs> a swing does. A swing, a swing basically is the wheels of the vehicle. Like, you know, they keep the show kind of moving. Uh, and without okay. that, without the swings, um, yeah, you wouldn't have a show. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. is it more, it's very not, important. So the swing's not just as a stage filler, they've got more, way more involved. They keep, absolutely. Like, you'd, you'd see how quickly the show a show would fall apart without your swing um because like like i said you know there is a lot of chopping and changing that happens due to uh, holidays due to illness and you know as soon as you take out one piece someone needs to fill it and we can double up triple up quadruple up on on, on ensemble roles and it means you're having to like piece that story together yourself and for a reason like you know in a maybe a more conventional west end show or or musical even um i suppose you can have swings uh uh, covering dance tracks so that i imagine i mean i'm not a dancer (laughs) uh i've heard you rap (laughs) (laughs) very cool i mean i've seen the show yeah, I can rap, but, but yeah, dancing is definitely not my forte. Um, but yeah, within a more conventional West End show, uh, a swing will be so busy, so 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 busy, and it's a bit different within our show because it's more of a, a a play with songs, as mm. you've seen. And yeah. uh, it's not it's not dance heavy at all. But no. uh, the 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 characters that we are having to me and the other swings that have to fill in for and and keep the show moving, and obviously it, it does tell a story it bulks out the stage it does keep the stage full of life yeah and you do if you take it out you'll quickly because we've had some instances where you know we've been low on cast numbers and maybe even swings and it shows oh right it shows you know you have shows where it really is evident (laughs) oh so on a like a busy what would be a busy show for you then when there's people missing for one reason or another how many characters would you end up playing then um, again, it, it has varied. We've had so many different variants of the show. Um, and again, not to the audiences. The audience wouldn't know because it happens okay. so seamlessly. And obviously we've had to rehearse it so many times in so many different ways and, and make sure that we are, um, we obviously have a dance captain who, oh, yeah. if need be, we will um, rehearse certain bits, maybe during the warm-up. It's like, oh, what well, I just need to double-check uh, this entrance, this bit, this bit, uh, because you are having to to get like, like a puzzle put together so many different pieces yeah and obviously while making it make sense um i've had uh, obviously if i've covered if i've covered denzel um but there are certain other swing bits more, it, it hasn't actually happened to my not no i don't think it has happened where i've had to be denzel and you know worry about my swing tracks as well okay touch wood um <laughs> but uh i don't think we've ever been that low on, on, on cast numbers but uh yeah anything's possible and and yeah as a swing you have to just be so clued up and so prepared for for any eventuality yeah so do you have to keep on top of the scripts keep going over your lines and stuff like that then so this is it like it was such a challenge for me because lines wise is not a thing for me like I I that's what I like I've never been a swing before Uh, my kind of my experience in my career so far was quite heavily TV, film, commercials, okay. and like, like what I call conventional plays, theatre, yeah, as opposed yeah. to musicals. 
So this was a whole new thing for me. Quite uh, a challenge then. So a real challenge. So yeah, you are having to like keep up. You've got like a what, like a kind of Bible, a West End kind of like Bible of the, of the, the show. And it's not so much the lines per se, but what you are looking at is in between the lines, uh, what you're doing at certain points to make sure like because some certain uh, parts can be really important if you don't do it who knows what could happen do you know what I mean so it's not it's, it's a yeah. lot more than just like remembering lines and it's like lose, uh, dropping the ball or something uh, drop one yeah, ball and everything yeah. crashes genuinely genuinely and in, in some cases obviously we have to move furniture like that that's like a collective ensemble thing if as you know in theatre you know stage changes and yeah. little things obviously we were up we're on a revolve so yes. it moves in one way moves in the other and there have been instances where you know if you're not careful you get caught in between uh, I... uh, the revolving stage so it's very intricate yeah health and safety <laughs> health and safety <laughs> the, genuinely like the, the chats we'd, we'd have to have uh, right at the beginning but the more you do it it became so seamless and so easy and so enjoyable because then you start to have fun with it and yeah uh, oh. you know if, if anything it's the, the adrenaline that keeps you going um for yeah eventuality yeah exactly and what people yeah, don't see is the little uh, electrical tape stuck on the, the floors for all the bits of furniture yeah. so Genuinely, you know the, yeah. you know if it's like a centimeter to the left you know mm. Uh, absolutely not good absolutely the whole the whole stage could come crashing down and the audience would have no idea <laughs> how yeah. close they were to having exactly. the van run them over don't we? <laughs> yeah I remember there's like one bit as well that you don't see because goodness knows how you get up to it but there's a balcony bit and I have no idea yeah, yeah, how yeah. any of the characters got up on the balcony and that's mm, with the so revolving that was, yeah, stage that was a simple yeah yeah so that was just a simple just a staircase on the in the wings um that's yeah that's where I would do my rap and obviously in some cases uh I'd have to if I covered the dating agent track which is the lovely Oscar who plays the dating agent as well as numerous other characters like I think he's got like eight characters he's like the kind of I remember seeing him as like a market bit or market market trader the dating agent the uh, flamboyant barista Sid in Sid's calf like he's like every time he pops up he's in like this different costume and yeah um I've I've covered that a few times genuinely yeah so even when I've covered that I understudied that and then had to worry about my swing bits as well on top of that yeah, and how yeah. to merge that. So I've literally got like a list of like, I changed costume at this point and then I need to be here at this point. I need to make sure that I move the plates into his cap at this point, but also remember that I'm also changing into the barista for this scene. It's very, very intricate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a busy yeah, boy. <laughs> very busy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, cool. Right, so how often then would you have to rehearse to make sure that it's all seamless then so yeah so that throughout the year we would have understudy runs we'd have uh, like a kind of diary of like when certain bits needed to be rehearsed uh, if anyone needed help for certain points but I think as more uh, the more the show went on obviously the more we were watching it I'm watching in the wings at every possible point um, but obviously, prior to the show opening, we had like the rehearsal period anyway. But yeah, yeah, you would rehearse certain bits throughout the course of the year. And then uh, when we had the cast change at the end of the first year, mm. um, a few people left, people came in, you know, you'd, okay. you'd rehearse again. 
but it wasn't like a kind of like diligent like every time every time like it wasn't needed for everyone it was more so not once a week or anything then no 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 it wasn't as as intense as that yeah yeah. just as and when I guess okay uh so what's your favorite role to play then and why well it would definitely be uh even though I'm primarily Denzel Mm. uh, which is a brilliant role I love playing him uh I get to put on my my scalp accent and he's a very <laughs> very miserable very miserable moody character. broody he's moody broody but he's always like uh giving his time and and uh, trying to help out Dell at any point but he's always being kind of screwed over by him but it, but they're mates so he always goes back uh, so that's a lot of fun but I'd have to say yeah covering the dating agent and all of those characters is just so much so much fun because it's just a different character seven different characters they're all so funny they're like brilliantly written uh, yeah the dating agency bit is quite classic isn't it i remember that it's yeah. quite funny yeah and it's yeah great song um yeah the banter between well, them and everything's quite good yeah so much fun so much fun so i've got to do that a handful of times as well but yeah oh, absolutely wow. that, that, that part yeah cool and so while we've been on this hiatus what have you been doing to occupy yourself stay sane (laughs) (laughs) just try and stay sane Uh, no so I uh, have been like kind of learning as we all have kind of just like taking each day as it comes really Um, Mm. I've been trying to keep as active as possible because it's so easy to just do nothing yes Um, I think a few of us have been hit by the lockdown lard haven't we I think there's only a few people I know that have lost weight during the whole thing Oh well, I'm I'm happy to say that I am one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Same yeah, no, I, I, but it's it's yeah. Well, this is it, I and mean, it it does a lot for your you know your mental health as well. Keeping busy oh, physically, uh, yeah. So just working out, walking, little things like that. Just it, there's really very little to do. So just mm. trying to find joy in the simple things like walking, like working out, gaming. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw you doing Twitch or something, aren't you? I am. Yeah. You know, what? I said that on another podcast. I said oh, I've been doing some Twitch and they, they were like, what the hell is a Twitch? I wasn't going to say it again in case you didn't know what it was. But yeah, I've been on Twitch. Yeah, another friend um, of mine's doing Twitch. And before that, I'm like, I've heard of it. I've seen the logo. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a bizarre concept, like the idea of people watching you game. But I think what it is more so, because I've used it. And again, it's very small potatoes. It's not like, you know, I've got like thousands of people watching or anything. I've got a handful of people that stop by say hello they talk amongst themselves good chat good banner so kind of like safe space if anyone wants to talk about anything it's just really chilled um and obviously i really enjoy gaming so well exactly it's like hints and tips as well because if i'm stuck on a game i end up going on youtube yeah 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 no i well i mean mine's mine's primarily call of duty so uh it's not a rage and shooting (laughs) yeah i haven't progressed to that yet i'm still on lego which is quite good and sometimes complex (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just going around bashing things and shooting bits of Lego. That's all good. <laughs> Have you got any projects outside of Only Fours and Horses going uh, so on? So obviously it... the industry essentially shut down for the most part of the year. But as things started to, I mean, theatre as we know is obviously mm. shut down for the foreseeable. Hopefully it opens yeah. up uh, soon. Um, but. Uh, as regard with regards to filming TV, I've had uh, just been back to auditioning really, uh, had some fun auditions to kind of keep me focused, and it's been nice just 
having new scripts to read, um, meeting and the new the new way of like auditioning is is over Zoom. Which is, yeah, I mean it's okay. Like uh, I've never I've always been I've always really enjoyed being in the room. I feel like I give off a better kind of like impression of myself. Yeah, just some feedback and everything. Uh, feedback yeah. and yeah, you know, I feel like they're very impersonal about self tapes anyway. But yeah, they've been kind of around for a while now. I think going forward. I think yeah. self tapes and Zoom recalls. I mean, it's good if you're living outside of London, I guess. You know, having to, I, I remember. You don't like, have to travel so much then. Traveling all the way in for a five minute audition, and you're like, well, that was shit. Do you know what I mean? And then you're off back home again, spending 50 quid to travel into exactly. London. Exactly. So, yeah, pros and, pros and cons with that. But um, yeah, no, just, just back to the drawing board, really. And looking forward to when the show comes back. Yeah, I've got to chuck a random question in. Well, not exactly random. I think people will probably be quite interested. Like how, what, when we first went into lockdown last year, what was mm. the general feeling amongst rather um, the rest of the cast and crew? I think we got the impression it was quite upsetting, disheartening. Yeah, limbo. of course. I actually remember, I remember the day that uh, we closed. I had been, in fact, it was this time last year, exactly i mean today's the 12th i don't know when you put this out but the 12th of march and uh, i was in amsterdam and uh really well timed actually because i could have ended up getting trapped out there you know i mean which wouldn't have been a bad thing in hindsight i'd quite <laughs> like to be locked down in amsterdam but well, there's any place you want to be locked down it's going to be amsterdam <laughs> you know what I mean? so um yeah i remember coming back on the monday which was the 15th um, yeah, 15th of March, come back, first day back at the show, uh, really excited. And I was like, you know, are we going to be locked down? Because obviously, you know, been murmurings, oh, we need to shut the London, shut London down, close it all down. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm not sure how seriously I was taking it all. I, I was just like rolling with the punches and just like, yeah, just I didn't, you know, <laughs> one year later, here we are. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I do remember us warming up. We're like, no, we're going to keep going until we're told otherwise. And then. Of course we get the call and uh, Paul White out and the curtain goes up we're all standing on stage and obviously the people have started to kind of come in it wasn't a full house at this point I think it was like half yeah. hour before the show oh crikey so it's like people were actually turning up for the show then yeah 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 and Paul was there he's like guys we're so sorry but we've been told that we can't go ahead um we're really sorry we're, we hope we'll be back soon and yeah I mean again it was I didn't realize the severity of it I was like Extended holiday. I've just got back from Amsterdam. Oh, I'm going to have another, another free. Because what was it? I remember we were told like, what, three weeks? Three yeah, weeks two, three weeks. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I think that's why I didn't really take it. Did you like a... I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Later, and doing so, yeah. a year away from doing something you love is like torture, isn't it? Mm. Oh, it's awful. It's yeah. awful. And uh, I mean, there are a few things that I can take from this year that, you know, I'd like to take into, you know, the future and like, you know, enjoying simple things being around people well, exactly someone <laughs> yeah, you don't live with <laughs> and someone you don't yeah, sit at the mean, shop <laughs> yeah yeah um so i look forward to to normal yeah coming back and then yeah absolutely the first show back is gonna be so emotional i mean i'm gonna bore my eyes out like yeah. all the way through like, i reckon uh, it's gonna be buzzing the it's gonna be incredible. emotions are gonna be yeah. buzzing yeah 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 cool definitely. so what's your funniest memory so far from the show yeah, you know what? I was thinking about it, and when you're working with a, a cast full of essentially comedians, everyone's yeah. funny. Everyone's always like it. It doesn't stop. There's nothing I could pinpoint. And be like, this 
was like a highlight because it just doesn't stop. And Paul is honestly, and I was like a fan like growing up as you know yeah because he was all over tv when we were growing up wasn't he when we were growing up you know harry enfield and chums paul house and yeah i grew up with it with my dad my dad would we would have sat and watched it and um yeah in fact there was a this was a this was maybe wasn't the funniest point but it was a highlight for me where it was my dad's birthday and i was like i'm gonna get a video uh for paul and for me and my dad would reenact this sketch uh, from the uh, Harry Enfield show between Paul and Harry. Oh, and uh, <laughs> it's my dad's birthday. So I said, Paul, would you mind like doing this, like reenacting this sketch with me? It's quite uh, brave to do that, just to ask him. Well, at this point, I mean, but the thing is, Paul is so sound. He's so sound. Like, he, he, there's no kind of pretense. There's no, like, I mean, I remember auditioning and he was in the room. And th- at that point, I was like, me, uh, this is Paul in front of me, Paul <laughs> Whitehouse in front of me, and I, yeah. I actually remember thinking I really messed up that audition. I clearly didn't, which is great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but he is honestly the most down to earth. You know, he he's got time for everyone. There's no kind of like I am Paul Whitehouse oh. kind of bravado, but he bloody can if he if you wanted to because he's oh, yeah. bloody brilliant. Uh, but yeah, no, he was yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. And he's a proper geezer as well. He's oh, is he? Here, you know, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a proper geezer. Tottenham fan as well. So yeah, he's talked about the football loads. But yeah, no, he's done this video. Is there uh, any contention with the football? Because uh, do you support Tottenham or is it a different team? I don't. My mum supports Tottenham. So um, I, I remember, yeah, again, press night, I, I, my mum came down and she was like talking all things football with him. Again, just like all these little memories that like... yeah. And I look back, I'm like, this is insane what is happening. What is actually happening? Like, yeah. look, look what I'm doing. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I have it's any... In your funniest, wildest dreams. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say I have any, like, kind of funniest memories because it is every day is just, like, insane, insanely joyful. Oh, brilliant. But, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of your Instagram stories and it's, like, everything, you know. It's not never a dull like, moment. I, there's never a dull moment. And, from, obviously, again, Paul can bring in the type and obviously only fools and horses is like you know such a kind of iconic show anyway that it was going to bring people in regardless but the fact that it was written by paul and yeah um, he brings in like these british comedy icons yeah ricky gervais has come down to see it and, oh, uh dawn french oh it was insane i was just like i can't believe who i'm around here yeah yeah i think so you get to meet all those people as well <laughs> insane absolutely insane yeah Oh, crikey. Well, mm. thank you, Bradley. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for so, having me. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> awesome. Thank you.